0: purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually have a thought piece that we dropped this past Sunday, so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure and we provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now as is the convention, be sure to subscribe. Hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello everyone! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week basis. And today, our topic of discussion is education, and we're going to be talking about the education that starts at home. And so for today, that topic of discussion falls along the lines of theory. And I think that it's really important that we have this conversation because a lot of the times when you don't frame theories for what they are and what they aren't, a lot of people take theories. And then integrate them and internalize them as beliefs. And that's problematic because theories are most certainly not facts and they are not truths. Therefore, they should not make that transition from being a theory to a belief. So, I want to talk a bit about theories today. And I think that as I talk about the theories and, and my point of view on the demarcation between a theory and a belief, I think it's important for me to reiterate for the people who are new to to point out that I've had education around this and a lot of my formal education had to do with theory as well and really understanding the limitations of every theory, right? So for those of you who don't know or who haven't had the background yet, I don't really talk about myself by way of my academic training, but I'm going to do that now because I think it plays into the opinion that I'm having right now because sometimes we can discredit people because we don't think they know what they're talking about. And I think even people with formal education, like sometimes don't know what they're talking about. But I do think that as I bring about or as I speak to my my point of view on this, I want to just make sure that I reinforce my credibility on the topic for those of you who care any in in any case. So for those of you who don't know yet, or who haven't yet figured it out on top of completing, you know, French immersion, um, education as part of my secondary education, I have two degrees. So I have two bachelors, one in cognitive neuroscience and one in institutional communication, so technical writing. I also have my Lean Six Sigma Green Belt certification. I have my master's in business administration, so I have my MBA. And I have a lot of education in between, right? A lot of certification, workshop, uh, open forum style education, but my perspective on theory is really plays into what I've learned some of my fundamental learning around theories and their practical application and the expected evolution. And I think that that's the part that people often lose sight of in mainstream media when people anchor on theories and then treat them in such a way that enables us to internalize those theories as beliefs so this is the topic of discussion today because I think that this is education that starts at home I think it's a little bit too late if we recognize that theories are not inherently true until we reach university especially for those of us where we're not on the university track we're not on the college track we don't really see education as being part of the way that we inform ourselves and enable ourselves to be contributing members of society so I think it's important that those of us who have that formal education who have that insight share it and share it as frequently as possible so people don't lose sight of the fact that just because a scientist says a theory or someone provides a hypothesis doesn't mean you internalize it as a truth and the reason why that's important is because a theory is inherently built to be disproven right so it can't even qualify as a theory if it is true in all cases right if anything that someone speaks to is true in all cases, then that makes it a fact, right? And even facts are a little bit shaky because our own perceptual experience could even change to some degree the way that we qualify or color facts, right? So no one would argue that an apple is green. I think if all of us have received, you know, the the education around our colors and what makes green, then we can all point to the color green and know what it is. But if someone's colorblind, let's say, then their experience of green is gonna be different Way that they speak to the green, the way that they qualify it, the way that they communicate around it is going to be very different. So, even that fact itself is colored, right? There's variations of that fact that exist because of our lived reality, because of the perceptual system that we have to leverage as an intermediary in the way that we interact with the world around us. So, that's really important. Now, with theories, theories are different. So, theories can be positions that we take our arguments that we make about things past, present, or in the future that are based on fairly logical considerations and based on conditions that can be replicated. So when I say conditions, like depending on the theory, it could be a theory in application, right? So there is a theory that X medicine works for Y illness, right? And then, so what you do is you create different conditions where you're treating Y illness with X medication. And if in eight times out of 10, you get the effect that you're looking for, then that's a theory that we can bank on and start to administer medicine around. But even in that case, there's gonna be like the two out of the 10 where it didn't work the way that it wanted to, because theories again, are not cold, hard truths that are always the case in every situation. I think that that's important. I think also it's important to recognize that even if we treat a certain illness with a specific medication, at some point, because we're gonna still test and trial and try to perfect our method, and science is really about always improving and refining the methodology and then finding oh there's a better truth or there's a better fit of truth here and that is every theory so every theory is something that is based on corroborated truth so truths that can be corroborated are also truths that are expected to evolve right this is our current understanding of this truth but we understand that there are holes in this understanding that there are gaps that it's not quite as solid as it should be. And we're all comfortable with it evolving and with it changing over time. And I think that that's the part that people miss because oftentimes when I'm having conversations with people about theories, a lot of the theories that br- that they bring up are theories that have already been refuted, right? They've already been disproven. And when we think about even like the greatest psychologists, their theories are still around in conversation despite the fact that their theories have been disproven. So we need to really understand that theories are not facts, and because they're not facts, they shouldn't be internalized as true that we really build beliefs around, right? So theories are, are, are considerations, they're thought, they're opinions that are informed by, you know, different conditions and methods that we put in place to try to objectify that opinion to a certain extent. And also that, you know, communities rally around, there's a collectivity around the theory, and we orient ourselves accordingly. but. We need to pivot and change once we realize hey that theory had flaws in it it's actually inaccurate and actually this theory is a better theory even if that's just for now just based on our understanding of the way of how things work for now and even when we think about diet there's a theory where you know you have to eat all these fats and then know all these proteins and then you know you're not supposed to eat all these fats or you know milk isn't good for you but no at one point it was good for you so you just need to recognize that there's so much subjectivity that plays into a theory and depending on the position you take you can in a very educated and a very collected and pragmatic way take an opposing view of that theory there are many people who are highly credible who completely discount some of the theories that are circulating in mainstream media. And I think that we need to just understand that just because something is spoken of frequently and we hear it all the time doesn't make it true, right? And I think that when you hear a theory, just keep a part of yourself removed from that theory, recognizing that that's the theory du jour, that's the narrative du jour, that's just going around, but at some point it's gonna shift and change. And I think that that's an important element that we need to understand because it's problematic, right? When you're living in a society with all these theories that are circulating and some of them are false some of them have been disputed but because they're convenient people anchor on them right and I think that it's hard to figure out how to position yourself against the theory if you're treating a theory as a truth or even how to have an argument about a theory when you're speaking to someone who's internalized that theory as a belief but I do think that it's education it's education that starts at home I think all of us need to understand that just because something is said and scientists believe it and, and people rally around it and there are communities or ways of being around it doesn't mean that it's true forever it's just the best truth that we have available for now and I've had this conversation on this platform before very earlier on in the on our conversation I think I'm going to bring some of those conversations back because I do see that these themes are still very prevalent and not just in North America American society but in all societies right we we keep hearing about these theories that have already been retired by the academic community like they already recognize that these theories are no longer at play but yet we're still on them like we haven't caught up to speed with like what the new theory du jour is and a lot of the time that's because from these old theories we've had different you know beauty and wellness consumer markets built off of it we have different people who have built and banked on these theories being true for a while and so they have have a vested interest in, in in creating a space that allows you to believe that these theories are relevant today when they're not right it's just the products built around those theories are relevant or maybe the communities built around those theories want to maintain their relevancy but they shouldn't i mean there's so many politics around it but it doesn't change the fact that theories are not truths they're not facts and it's important that we recognize that just because someone really believes that this theory is the best theory of all the theories provided, doesn't mean that that's true. That's just their opinion, that's just their position. You can look at the refuting theories or some of the other arguments that are circulating and take a completely different position and that's completely okay. Don't let someone denounce you or shame you for not seeing things from their point of view. And I think with theories, they provide us the opportunity to have conversations where we can have different points of view that are founded on logical considerations that allow us to feasibly believe different things about the way the world works around us and all the different spheres that that these theories exist so i wanted to come on here and talk about that because i do think that that's an important fundamental element to keep in consideration because this is the knowledge era we're constantly bombarded by information and by theories and discoveries and the the next new you know whatever and also is prevalent now is there's less requirement to provide justification right so when i was learning when i was doing cognitive neuroscience part of that was was, talked about the methodology of research like best like what we should expect of the research that any theory is founded upon right and i think that even the quality of research that we expect is so degraded from what it was like 10 15 years ago. And not just the quality of what it is that we expect from theories, but like the inquiry. Like there's not a lot of people who are asking for people to provide them the proof of why it is that someone takes a certain position. We're not asking for the method. We're not asking for whether there was a controlled experiment environment. We're not asking for the conditions or the, the parameters of the experimentation that took place that built into the theory being validified or being considered now as a corroborated truth. Like we're not We don't necessarily know how to position ourselves or how to provide ourselves with the understanding that this theory was actually there was a lot of rigidity in the methodology that was put in place that brought this theory to life. that is not being presented in front of you and you know and and people are asking you to digest it and to internalize it right so i think that it's really important that we understand that there is a method and there's an appropriate method and if you there are gaps in the method if there's biases if there's political interests if there's a lot of what i consider to be like residue that really skews the theory's outcome to play into a desired part Interests, then that's all the more reason to completely disregard the theory altogether but I think that we're we're taking everything in and I think that it's really important when we are in the digital era where knowledge is so available that we b- develop really strong filtering mechanisms and I think that this is what the conversation is like there's you need to understand how to filter out noise how to filter out garbage really which is what it is a lot of some of the rhetoric and the narratives going around some of the theories being purported are just garbage right and I'm saying that technically like there's no other word for it they're not things that you should internalize or allow yourself to spend time thinking about because there's just no validity whatsoever. They're not really funded on anything. And I'm not here to call out any given theory. I'm just here to let you know that those theories exist. So it's important that when you're on your social media feeds and you're trying to get in the know on a certain topic that you recognize that there's a way of looking. it's a way of really just preserving judgment until you understand how they got to those conclusions. And it's important the how someone arrives to a specific conclusion is just as important as the conclusion itself because the how can tell you whether or not and to what extent you internalize this conclusion and you allow yourself to reorient as a result of it. So that's the conversation for today on education. I hope that it was insightful to you or at least gives you some food for thought on how to think more critically about the things that are put in front of you, especially like when we think about news and like, you know, the ethics around journalism, like mostly at the door, right? So I think that because these ethics or these practices aren't necessarily being followed to protect us from misinformation, then we need to arm ourselves with like the tools that will enable us to really see through you know misinformation from information and even recognizing that information that is like valid warranted information is the subject to evolve and to change as we develop a deeper understanding in any case that was it but definitely not all but before letting you go i would be remiss if i didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month every month for the foreseeable future on our facebook page so definitely be sure to tune in now these events are paid events so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans. Yes, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events, as well as access to webinars and workshops, largely focused on self-mastery over and above these events. So we look forward to chatting with you. We look forward to building community with you and, and having you be part of our hashtag game changer community, being the change that you want to see, allowing us a small role to play in your journey. So we are on the road to 1k, We invite you to follow us across all of our social media platforms, give us a like, share with someone you care for, and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.